1: Eighteen plus. Welcome in everybody to the Landry Football Podcast Network. I am Chris Landry. This is Pro uh, Scouts on Pro Foot Scouts on Pro Football. Yeah, I'll get the name of the show right. It's Scouts High on Pro Football on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Boy, it's whew, What a week uh, it was, and we wrapped up a really exciting weekend, Week Five in the NFL as we do we'll take you through each and every team in of course every game so every game every team and every game we got it covered for you a little bit of an overview of what we got going here we've got a raiders win uh excuse me a chiefs win over the raiders what was a competitive uh match for uh, a matchup for uh the raiders of the cincinnati baltimore Uh, Philadelphia keeps it going, Uh, Dallas keeps moving on. We've got our first firing of the year with Matt Rule, Carolina, more coming, no doubt. Got a controversy. You just knew there were going to be an overreaction to the hits on quarterbacks. It's taken place. How about the New York teams, the Jets and the Giants playing well? The Saints get back on track a little bit. Detroit's offense dying against New England. Uh, Minnesota escaping against Chicago, uh, on and on. Buffalo continuing to roll, Steelers struggling, lots to get to. Um, Tough, tough performance back on Thursday night. Russell Wilson, much to get to. So let's make sure that we uh, get right to it. I want to remind you, though, before we do, to check out the football season sale over at LandryFootball.com is where you can get detailed film room analysis of all the teams, All the games in the NFL, in college football, conference by conference, the entire league, we got it covered for you. So make sure that you check it out today. Try it out for a month. Take advantage of the football season sale, whatever is your pleasure. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network as well as Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Well, uh, let's start going backwards. Let's start from the most recent. Thought for the Raiders, John, uh, Josh Jacobs played very well. Um, second straight game, he played very well. He's making some money for himself. He's got um, 193 scrimmage yards in the game, and, I, you know, he found some room behind a, a, a line that has, I think, been well-coached and scrutinized not as not being really good, and quite frankly, misses um, – on that offensive line in the draft, it's a top-heavy roster that the Raiders have. It's not been well constructed by the previous staff, and I think this current staff is is having to deal with the problem. But really good performance, and there are no moral victories in this league in, in any level of football, really for that matter. But this is um, certainly a, a sign that they can, you know, perhaps uh, improve here the next few weeks going forward. Um, the Chiefs, what what a game by Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns, um, was virtually uh, unstoppable in the red zone. Uh, What a great job that they do schematically. Uh, They've got weapons, they get people open, and when you've got Patrick Mahomes, you never count them out. Did you think, did you have that feeling like I did when they were down 17-0, that the Chiefs were going to make a run? don't don't know that they're going to win it all the times, They find a way to turn it on. It looks like, you know, at times they get into lapses, but boy, when they stay committed to that run game and they get that running game established, good luck. I just think when they start running the football, it's over because it opens up so many things in the passing game and they're built in their identity is so much with the offense that their defense will feed off of that. Uh, Chiefs, uh, along with the Bills, are the two best teams in the nfl not the eagles not the cowboys they're the maybe the contenders for the best teams in the nfc but i think those two teams are really good joe burrow um did some good things breakout game again and um this was a really good performance by both quarterbacks burrow couldn't break loose from them. I thought he did a really good job. Uh, you know, the stats maybe not proved it, but I, I just, the run game got back on track a little bit. Their defense had some success in this game, but, you know, not being able to get get it done here was, I uh, know, a huge disappointment. Uh, Mark Andrews kind of stabilizes uh, their passing attack this in this past game, I thought. They're not a lot of receiver, not a lot of money tied into the receivers. But I think the tight end play was really good, and uh, I thought that he did a nice job. Uh, They get the Giants next week, um, do the Ravens, a uh, really um, uh, overachieving Giants team at this point. The Bengals go to the Saints. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase go back to Louisiana and play the Saints. Um, Cardinals, the Giants. The eagle, um, excuse me, the uh, Cardinals and the Eagles. The Eagles, with uh, Dallas Goddard, pulls off the Cardinals here. Uh, the Cards did a, made things difficult defensively for Jalen Hurts, but but the uh, the Zach Hurts reunion game, the longtime Eagles tight end successor, shined and and enabled them to get uh, escape. Uh, get the Eagles to escape uh, the the desert overshadowed by AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Goddard dropped the season best outing in a game in which the yards were kind of hard to come by. Hertz's eight connections for 95 yards with Goddard included a 16 yard touchdown catch and run that set up Cameron Dickers, go ahead, field goal. And it wasn't the best performance, a clean performance, but they are five and oh, and what a matchup uh, next week on uh, Sunday night is Dallas pitch to lincoln financial field to play this eagles team so really solid performance there for the cardinals kyler murray um look the cardinals held the eagles to a season low 20 points a racing a 14 nothing deficit and they kept hurts from going down much of the field so they really gave the cardinals a chance to win the defense also stopped philadelphia's offense from the having the go-ahead touchdown but the cards final drive brought another perplexing end. Uh, Murray gave up a, you know, you had a slide spike sequence in which he was, he, he ended a little bit too quickly. Matt Amendola may have missed from closer than 43 yards uh, had this drive continued, but they had a better chance to, to maybe uh, win this game, get in a position to win this game. So they're two and three. And one of them is a miraculous comeback against the Raiders. They're working their way out of it. Fast. You look at this team and there are flashes of it being really good. But, man, I, I worry about the direction because as good as I think their defense is doing things situationally, offensively, this is not a well-coached team. And I think they, they're tied to the quarterback with the head coach. I mean, you almost have to start over. I, I think this is a very tough predicament that, that the Cardinals find themselves in. A good predicament is what the Cowboys find themselves in. Um, Michael Parsons uh, injured his groin a little bit, but he still came in on pass rush situations. Nine of the Cowboys' 22 pass uh, uh, pressures on Matthew Stafford were key. Um, uh, Defensive tackle uh, uh, play was really good. They shredded this battered uh, Rams offensive line. We told you that we thought that was likely possible in this game uh dorance armstrong was outstanding uh, randy gregory's backup plan uh demarcus lawrence uh, scoop six cooper rush is playing willing ball this defense is getting after people and causing a lot of problems with their front and they're having enough success running the football and they're making enough plays in the passing game they don't need to put everything on the quarterback When, when they ask them to make plays he's been very very functional folks There are other ways to win in this league without the quarterback doing everything for you. Good team play, being able to win multiple ways. The Cowboys are doing it, and if they can continue to take this approach and stay healthy, because they're not real deep in some areas, and if Dak comes back and they don't flip the switch and try to become this, we're going to drop back and throw it 50 times a game type of team, This Cowboy team can really go to the next level because I think they can even make more plays going forward. So they feel pretty good about it. Um, The Rams, on the other hand, they have no passing attack all of a sudden. Um, It's the worst it's been since Stafford has been there. Their offense is – they've got a depleted offensive line. They have no running game. So they've got real problems when you can't run the football because you don't have an offensive line, then you struggle to slow down a pass rush. You don't have any real weapons. This is a team that's in a lot of trouble. They, to me, don't look like they're going to be much a threat uh, in the West. And look, suddenly that division that we thought a couple of years ago, funny how things quickly change. Seattle's doing a really good job coaching, and they're staying in games. They're not good enough. The Cardinals have some talent, but they're not a really good team that functions well. And again, it's not the best coach team. They're not a contender. And you've got the Rams that have no offense at this point. And they've got to get healthy on the offensive line. And maybe there's a flickering of hope down the road. But to me, this is the Niners division and, and I, I think it's in an upward mobile for them, and I don't know that they're going to get challenged here. So this Rams team's really, really struggling. That division is struggling outside of the Niners at this point. Uh, the Chargers, look, I, they're still not playing all that well. They get the Broncos next week on Monday night. Jacoby Brissett had a deep misfire to Donovan's Peoples-Jones, and, and I you know, it's a it bailed out Brandon Staley again. I keep saying it. This coach drives me crazy more than any in the NFL. I think, I hate saying it as a coach, but this is an organization that needs to pull the trigger soon. They've got a good young quarterback, a talented roster. I know they've had injuries, but they've got a coach that is off the rails goofy. And it he he is an anchor to this team and they make bad decisions they they made the decisions that cost you games this past week and they got away with it this is ridiculously bad um get a stabilizing coach in there and this team could be a contender i mean it is an absolute in my opinion a mess um the three and two despite the injuries and a coaching disaster in my view um
0: At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.
1: You know, I look at this Browns defense. Eckler kind of tore up the Browns defense, and you know they need to get healthy. Garrett and Connie. They're two and three. They gave up 238 yard rushing yards against the NFL's worst rushing team. Um, look, this is they need to try something. They are working their way out of any sort of contention before uh, Deshaun Watson can get back. Now he's back to the facility working, but Week 13 is when he's going to return. They get the Patriots next. Uh, more on them in a little bit. Um, Seattle and uh, the Saints. Um, look, they 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 hung in against the Saints. Had every chance to win it. Um, you know, you got uh, you got Clint Hurt as the defensive coordinator. They've got some problems on that end. Um, Taysom Hill killed them. Uh, Alvin Kamara killed them. It really carved up the defense. And you see they're not really talented. Now, again, I've, I've mentioned they've stayed in games and they've coached their way out of it. They're coaching their butt off there. They're just not very good. They don't, They've got good receivers. The quarterback situation is going to be inconsistent. With this defense they're not gonna but they're not going ever get into the race but early on in the season the record at least uh was competitive so um you know i think it's going to be uh it's going be a tough sledding for that team this year the saints they were in a must-win situation uh the division with carolina uh struggling the falcons i think are playing good ball relative to their talent the saints are underachieving The defense was not much better in this uh, shootout of a game. Um, Look, you you had Taysom Hill or else they don't win this game. The Wildcat-Taysom Hill package got it done here. This defense is underachieving, and you're wondering if they really hurt this – that Sean Payton's leaving hurt them in two ways. Dennis Allen is no longer the defensive coordinator. I don't think this defense is playing as well. And, you know, I don't think that there's enough there, even though Pete Carmichael's been in that system for a long time. You know, I I just think this is a team that misses their head coach a great deal. You can't convince me that they're not playing better ball if Sean Payton's not running this offense and Dennis Allen's running this defense. This is an absolute mess of a situation. Uh, They got Cincinnati next week, and uh, it's going to be a problem going forward. The um, Steelers, their defense is helpless. Michael Patrick was the only available Steelers starting defensive back. They're they're down. T.J. Watt, going to miss more time. Uh, This is looking like the first season that Mike Tomlin, they're one and four, He's going to have his losing record streak uh, or not having a losing record streak broken here. They had one quarterback hit. They gave up 552 yards. That's the third worst mark in franchise history. And it could have been a lot worse. Um, you know, it just, you know, you look at this stretch, you got the Bucks, Dolphins, and Eagles. And we don't know if two will be back by then. This is a stretch where it looks like this is going to be a complete disaster for this Steeler team. And that we don't normally say that a whole lot. Uh, for the Bills, it was target practice. They were missing three guys, Dawson Knox, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, but Allen put starters Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs to work. Um, Khalil Shakir was bumped to number five to number three, the receiver um, in the receiver room. And he had a big game, a big-time game against that depleted secondary and that that the Steelers defense that's really struggled. So um, the Falcons, the Bucks. let's get right to the heart of the matter. The Falcons had a chance to win this game late. Bad call, no question. I'm on board with everybody there that was a Tom Brady, let's overreact to what's happened to quarterbacks in recent games. That uh, Look, I don't know if the Falcons would have won it, but they certainly would have had a chance. Um, you know, the Falcons are two and three and, um, you know, they're fighting hard. They're playing well, considering their limitations on the roster. Um, you know, they're down Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson They continue to show fight. I'm impressed with not their talent, but I'm impressed with how they're playing and how they're being coached. For the Bucs, uh, Leonard Fournette kind of carried him a little bit, um, a lot, actually. Um, and I thought he did a really good job. At, 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 again, controversial finish. Not, not sure they they probably win the game anyway. Um, but this, they go to the Steelers next week and a struggling Steelers team. This is a team right now that doesn't look that good on tape. But you wonder if they get some of the, the pieces healthy. Uh, could they take that next step? For the Titans and Washington, kind of more of the same, I guess, for Washington. For for Tennessee, getting Derrick Henry back and playing well after a rough start, he's the doom and gloom. He's showing some signs of life. He had 130 scrimming yards in this game. Um, This is not as talented a team. They don't have as much in the passing game. I don't know what to make of the AFC South, folks. I mean, you got Houston, that's not good enough. Jacksonville's not ready. Indy's not good, and Tennessee's not good. I mean, this is going to be one of those cases where you do not have a playoff team. I'm telling you, there is not a playoff team at this point in the AFC South. There's none. Somebody's going to get in by winning the division, and right now it looks a disaster. This looks like the worst division in football. Really, really bad. Uh, Washington. I know that Ron Rivera is kind of taking shots at his quarterback. I don't like that. That's not what he normally does or what he is. I thought it was classless. Uh, And it may be true, but you don't say that as the leader of your team. Um, I think it's a sign that he's feeling the heat and he's pointing the blank. And Wentz was not the biggest problem this past week. Brian Robinson made his way back. Uh, Washington allowed just 241 yards. They're one and four, and they're unable to convert on first and goal from the two-yard line, and they just, with Dallas and Philly playing well and the Giants being coached well, you've got the commanders that are a disaster of a team and continually an organization. Um, With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: It's a scary situation in Miami. We know to a situation. We know Bridgewater's out. They're kind of, you know, this is kind of where we are with things. Scouter Thompson's, you know, not ready, and they're struggling. And they competed, but they lost to the Jets, and that's why. You Give the Jets credit for how they play, but. Look, they I hate put it this way, no one wants to hear this right now, but for their success, they need they need to get their quarterbacks healthy. The Jets dialed up a ground game. They finished off the Dolphins because of it. Um, you know, um, that this was really good performance by them. They got good performance uh, with the Dwayne Brown at left tackle and uh, Vera Tucker playing uh, relocation to right tackle. It's the biggest Jets victory Morgan since the the Dolphins since the since 2007. So, not bad The rebuilding team, good performance. See if they can build on it. They got the Packers next on the road after the Packers lost one in London to the crosstown Giants. So I'm not sure that's going to work out well for them. But really good win for them, and you see them playing with some confidence. Two wins in a row. The Niners, we mentioned them. Um, Jeff Wilson, a really good performance. It was a um, a good defense, another pick six effort, uh, Jalen Moore's played well. Uh, Kevis Coleman was back in the mix this past week because, you know, they can, they do a good job getting the run game going, uh, helping Jimmy Garoppolo control things. Look, this is just steer the course, stay the course, and you're going to be in pretty good shape if you're San Francisco. Uh, because everybody else is beginning to implode in that division. Um, time's up for Matt Rule in in uh, Carolina. Um, a lot of money coming to him. Christian McCaffrey, is he on the trading block? Phil Snow's defense. Somebody needs to look at um, making a decision on the defensive side. Uh, this guy can coach, and this guy's got um, – I think a really good resume both in college and the NFL. I think Matt's going to be a good coach back in college if that's what he wants to again. But he's got a lot of money coming to him. Um, But this team just made no strides on offense. And, again, quarterback position, the biggest reason why, not enough playmakers, bad quarterback, can't protect them, lots of mistakes, disaster. Um, Steve Wilkes takes over as they go to the Rams next week. How about the Lions and their offense? How about their offense getting a complete face plant against the Patriots? DeAndre Swift and D.J. Chark absence, uh, that was a factor. Um, they faced the Patriots team with the third-string quarterback. That is a tough loss to take. Um, you know, it, 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 the Lions – Try to fourth and nine from the Patriots' thirty-two while trailing six nothing. Um, you you got to take some points. You got to be smart. If you go over the freaking analytic numbers and you don't have any football acumen to make their decisions, you're a freaking idiot. And we're seeing these guys with the Brandon Staley types of guys that just decision to make didn't make a lot of sense for Detroit. You go in, you really didn't have confidence in your offense. You think, oh, well, we're confident four and nine. You, if you got confidence in your offense, you don't put it on one play. You clearly didn't have confidence in your defense. But against a third-string quarterback, you don't feel enough confidence in your defense to step up and make plays. That's a real problem. Uh, more of the same. More of the bad same for the Lions as they got the Cowboys next week. The Patriots. Look, they're no longer great, but they outcoach people on a regular basis as they did last week. Um, they found a way to completely shut down the Lions uh, the offense. Um, you know, they do a really good job mixing up their fronts. It caused some confusion. Um, the pass rush was good, and they managed to get out. And and they you know they're, they're two and three and they don't have Mac Jones. You know, I, I don't know if they can get a wild card spot. Um and I don't I don't even care. But the point is that they can they're getting a, a good bit out of this team right now, and it just tells you how much coaching does matter. The Bears are look, they they um you know Kirk Cousins. Um, they kind of minimized their offense in Minnesota for much of the second half. Chicago got a little bit more out of Justin Fields, but still not enough offensively. They're, the front seven uh, has got some shortcomings. It, it, it's a game in which they could have won, yet they don't know how to win. They played the ugly Thursday night game against the Commanders in a or loser-lose-hometown, loser-leave-home type of game, although they're not going to make that type of drastic change in Chicago This at this point, I wouldn't think. But, you know, that's one that Minnesota, they're a little bit on cruise control that past week. They didn't play well at all. It shows you some of the deficiencies. But let's remind you they're 4-1, and one, and they've got that win over the Packers. But they looked bad in this game. and And sometimes you just get out with a win and figure things out. Um, look, I don't know. Uh, this Viking team, I think, is a long way from being good, but they are four and one, and, and we'll see where they go from here. For the Texans, um, extended their win streak against the Jack to nine games. Um, the edge zone interception of Trevor Lawrence um, was was a big part. Uh, Stingley's the most important piece here. He's he's starting to play pretty well. Uh, the Texans don't have a very good roster. They got the Raiders next week, but the Jags is a story here. You know, it's a winnable game. You know, you were a two and two going into the game. And you got a maybe the best, certainly the best young quarterback in the conference, uh, in the division. And you, you lose a game. I mean, if you can't beat the Texans, look, you're not going to sustain and probably win the division. Don't tell me who is, but at this point, you, you know, I've I virtually eliminated four teams. You just, you get into a, you get a, you get a three game winning streak in this division and you're going to be the favorite without question. So, I, you know, this inconsistency with this young team is not all that surprising, but to lose to this team, it's disappointing. They go to the Colts next week in a game of, you know, who can stay afloat at this stage. Uh, the Giants, how, I mean, coach of the year is Brian Dayball. Um, you got practice squad-level receivers that you finish the game with. You finish the game with your without your top three cornerbacks. They beat the reigning NFC North champs. Uh, Don Martindale, Wink Martindale, Brian Dayball are doing a tremendous job. A tr- Mike Kafka is doing a tremendous job. Daniel Jones is playing with a banged-up ankle. What a job of coaching. I can't say enough. I'm looking at it. And when I sit there and I see these teams, I see the Lions and and I see Washington and I see some of the real problems around this league that, okay, they got problems. They're poorly cut. Look at this Giants roster. Are you kidding me? No, they don't look like a four-and-one team. Are you kidding me? They look on paper like a one-and-four team. They're four-and-one. They go to the Ravens next week. I mean, what more can you say? how do you beat i know it was across the pond different circumstances and what how do you beat that packer team man uh what a win for them the packers how do you lose to that team um an ugly performance saquon barkley's running well uh aaron Rodgers missed all six of his deep targets against again a weakened giant secondary with other injuries um uh, Look, the pack will still win the division, probably. I mean, I think Minnesota will flounder, but who knows? You got three more Bears and Lions games, but it was it was a puzzling, puzzling loss. Um, the Colts, Matt Ryan's eleven fumbles are more than any his committee throughout five games since the nineteen seventy merger AFL NFL merger. The Broncos defense is probably the best unit on the field Thursday, but. It's the Denver offense that sputtered. And Ryan recovered and kept locating Alex Pierce. The Colts are two, two, and one. And they're expecting a lot from a lot of young guys. They've got to protect Matt Ryan. He's a, a guy that needs a lot of clean pockets to operate. They've got to get the running game going. I mean, they may have a shot in this division before it's all said and done, but that's by default. I can't really give them a good grade off the film of the Thursday night game against Denver, but they managed to win it. And that's something to be said for that. The Broncos are falling apart. Russell Wilson is playing poorly. And th- now you're talking about what the Giants are doing four and one. And you look at this Denver roster and you look at the defense and Russell Wilson and they can't find their butt with both hands. The Broncos are two and three. They, they lose offensive pieces. They're down Garrett Bowles and Javante Williams and Tim Patrick. Get that. But you've got to be able to coach better than this. They're doing a poor job in game management. Now Russell Wilson's apparently barely battling an injury, but they don't seem to have an offense. I think they're clearly trying to uh, appease Russell Wilson, and you better get the running game going and understand that Russell Wilson is a guy you can win with that he's not a guy that's going to carry your football team. Lean on the run game, lean on a defense, and let Russell Wilson cook in certain moments. But I think that's a big problem. That is one of the most disappointing teams thus far this year, the Denver Broncos. They go to the Chargers next week, another team that's not well coached on Monday night in a game that is pivotal. Pivotal game because both these teams are just trying to hold traction. They're looking up. Everybody is in that division to the chiefs. So in a division that I thought was going to be competitive and be good, uh, Raiders are trying to hold on. The Broncos are trying to hold on and both of them are falling apart, you know, quicker. I mean, at at this stage, we're not halfway through this season and those teams have played their way out of it. And the chargers are not far behind them. Um, That's a little bit surprising. This has become a division that's completely different, much like maybe the NFC East is a lot better than I thought, the NFC West, a lot worse. Hey, a reminder to check out LandryFootball.com for all the film room breakdowns of all the NFL, all the college action, pre-games, post-games. We break it down for you. Take you inside the film room and give you a view of what it's all about. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our podcast content uh, on the game of football, college, NFL, everything from soup to nuts football. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Uh, We'll get you ready for the games this weekend over at LandryFootball.com, so make sure that you check it out. We'll talk to you next time, everyone.
0: 18 plus.